One minute after 5 o'clock on a Monday afternoon, Sedano and Cappy. It's time for what you need to know. By the way, guest DeMarco Farr. I literally just read the piece of paper. Guest DeMarco Farr will join us in a few minutes. But first, time for what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Take it away, producer Lindsay. Thanks, Christopher. So I'll be quick because I know we've got DeMarco waiting. But I just wanted to say a speedy recovery to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who underwent hip replacement surgery after breaking his hip when he fell in a concert on Friday. He wrote like a kind of like a funny little nugget on his Substack blog that he has. He said, you may have heard that Humpty Kareem had a great fall. It's <laughs> true. Um, but yeah, uh, he had to get his hip replaced. He said that he'll be back soon after he recuperates with a shiny new hip and lots of shiny new things to share with everybody. So just want to say speedy recovery to him. Is he going yeah. to see Dr. Clapper? He's already done. Oh. Already got it all done. In so and out. Did he go to Clapper? He might have. I don't know. Because that's who did Michael's hip. We could ask Tony Danza. Huh. That's good. That's a good point. You know, he's seventy-six years old, Kareem. So, and when you're, you know, seven feet tall and you're seventy-six years old, and you know, you fall and you get hurt like that, man, it's serious business. Um, do you know what concert Kareem was at? Because uh, Chris, what concert were you at on Friday night? I was at John B. along with DJ Quick. Do you think that that's where Kareem was? I don't think so. No. no. Why he said you he know would... that Kareem likes John B. He might. I love. He John probably B. does, but he that's not where DJ it was. Quick too. Do you know? A, can you name a John B. song, Cappy? Tonight is the night is my favorite. No, <laughs> no. that's my favorite no, John no, B. No, song. No, that's not it. What is your favorite John B. song? <laughs> I think Hey Pretty Girl. Yeah, I like that one. You don't like Tonight is the night. That's not John B. That is John B. That's oh, what no, you, wait, you know. What? That's my bad. It's John D. No, that up. <laughs> Not to be confused with Producer D. <laughs> what You Need to Know brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. That voice you hear, the Rams oh. Super Bowl champion, a man who likes to get dump trucked by Cappy and I, the great DeMarco <laughs> Farr. What is happening? No, keep that up. You guys should fight like in sing-song mode again. That is not John B. Yes, it is John B. Keep going. The whole show that way. <laughs> I'll sing to you all night if you want. <laughs> it's not John B. It's John D. This is D. Far. <laughs> so, DeMarco, I had to call you today. I had to put you on the yeah. air today. I really did. Because, honestly, I'm trying to tell these guys. Chris is telling me there's no fever. I'm not telling you that, like, L.A. is going crazy, going Rams crazy. I'm just telling you that this is a team that has all of a sudden become very interesting to people who maybe didn't think much of the Rams at the beginning of the year, have never gone to a Rams game. All of a sudden, the Rams have battled back to playoff contention, and people are paying attention. What do you think? Yeah, defying expectations. Uh, a lot of people had the Rams either tanking this year, going for draft picks, or reloading, whatever you call that, uh, rebuilding. But here they are at 7-7 seven seven, right in the hunt. So with a chance to you know move forward on Thursday, if you can beat the Saints. So it's all out there. Um, I, I think this could be the, the, the year that Matthew Stafford needs to be more appreciated league-wide for what he is and what he can do and how great he can be. So uh, if he can somehow get this team into the postseason and, who knows, have a miracle run, uh, this might be what he needs to you know, change those, those doubters, those naysayers into, hey, this guy's pretty darn good. Maybe we missed the best of him in Detroit. Yeah, DeMarco was on the sideline for the Rams, obviously, yesterday as part of the radio broadcast here on 710. DeMarco, I'm glad you, you brought up Stafford, because here's the thing. The way the league has gone this year with nearly 60 different guys starting at quarterback, you realize that when you do have a franchise quarterback, a guy like Stafford who has Hall of Fame caliber statistics, when you have that guy, you still have a chance in pretty much every game you play. Oh, no doubt, 100%. He makes you better. Um, I was comparing 
I was trying to explain to people about Jared Goff. I have nothing against Jared Goff. He took the Rams to the Super Bowl. I thought he was a great quarterback for the system. Uh, I think if you have a great team around Jared Goff, he will not hurt you. Matthew Stafford is the type of quarterback, like Aaron Rodgers, uh, that can elevate the team around him. He can make guys better. Uh, What he did to Washington was unbelievable. And Riverboat Ron, Ron Rivera, give him credit. Uh, It was a great defensive game plan. His secondary was weak, so he kept two safeties on the roof, forced Matt Stafford to uh, check it down, to be more patient. And he's got good tackles, and they were good and good pressure. So when you have a guy that can figure out the defense, figure out where the blitz is coming from, change the play, get you out of a bad play into a good play, and then make the great play, like to throw the cup down the field. When you have a guy like that, it makes Sundays, Thursdays, Mondays a whole lot easier. It makes game planning easier. It makes playing defense a little bit easier. And he's tough as nails. So that also increases uh, your, your team's toughness. So, yeah, he's special. When you have a guy that's special at quarterback, uh, special things can happen on game day. Yeah, we're talking to DeMarco Farr this afternoon here on Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN about yesterday's Rams win over the Commanders and now getting ready for the Rams and the Saints on Thursday. That was a good reset, Cappy. You like that reset? Was that a solid reset? Did you have fun in the seats? How were they? Uh, DeMarco, your seats are awesome. Your parking pass is great. And the place was going crazy yesterday. Good. Are you coming to Thursday night? Wait a minute. You were at the game yesterday? DeMarco gave me his tickets. Wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. Cappy, you were at SoFi yesterday for the game? I didn't say that. I said DeMarco gave me his tickets. Ah. Oh, no. Wow. Wow. I love that. DeMarco, I know you're a defensive guy. You're a defensive star. But you share the booth, or not the booth, but you share the play-by-play duties and the Rams broadcast team with MJD Maurice Jones-Drew. Love him. Correct. Did he give Kyron Williams any tips after the game about holding on to the ball? Oh, my God. No. I mean, look, Kyron just had one of those days, man. And you got to give them credit. There were some great defensive plays. And it's funny. One of my teammates, Marshall Falk, I'm looking at a picture of him right now. Uh, I used to ask Marshall back in the day, how many times have you fumbled? He says, look me in the eye and says, I have never fumbled in my life. And I'm like, what? (laughs) I've seen you fumble. He goes, I have never fumbled in my life. Now, it's been stripped, but I've never fumbled. (laughs) So that's kind of like Kyron. So good defensive plays. you got to give them credit. They made plays. They get paid, too. But. Kyron knows you've got to hold on to the football in traffic. The, yeah. Those type of things can happen. But he's having a fantastic year. Right. He's almost up to 1,000 yards. Right, and he put up big numbers yesterday. So even though he had the fumbles, um, he had one more fumble than he had touchdowns, but he still had a big game. And, and having a running game gets this coach back to who he was before they went with the F-them picks mentality and went all in for the Super Bowl. It's, it looks like what McVay's teams used to look like, even pre-SoFi. Yeah, he always wanted to run. Remember, he had Todd Gurley at one point, so that was the focal point of the, of the football team. Then they had like that uh, breakup, and he stopped running the ball. Yeah, I mean, he had an issue with the knee. I mean, he was on borrowed time anyway, coming out of college, so I think he was towards the end there anyway. But, I mean, Sean McVay wants to run the football. That's what he wants to do first and foremost. But they changed it up a little bit. Their offensive line is a little bigger, a little nastier than they have been in the McVay era. And Kyron Williams... He's like a human game of Tetris on the goal line. He just finds those cracks, slips in there, and scores. But he's so physical. Uh, he finds a way to, to – he, he won't trade one for one, which is he'll find a way to break tackles and, and move the yards, yards after contact. That's the stuff that kills defenses. So what you start to notice is he was running into light boxes because they didn't respect him. Now those safeties are breaking the huddles and they're staying on the line of scrimmage. So they are respecting Kyron Williams. 
And even when they get eight in the box, they're still finding ways to pick up yards. So that's the mark of a good back or a back that's on the rise. Yeah, and DeMarco, I think the other thing is, you know, we've all been so obsessed with Puka Nakua this year, and how does this fifth-round pick from BYU that nobody ever saw play in college, he ha- he's having this incredible year. But then you see a Cooper Cup who I thought earlier in the year – I thought maybe we were going to start to see the decline of Cooper Cup because of injuries, but he was targeted eight times yesterday. He caught all eight balls, had over 100 yards receiving, averaged almost 14 yards, and scored a touchdown. So Cooper Cup, if you get Cooper Cup healthy, and you've got a running game with Kyron Williams, and to Chris's point, he can hold on to the ball, and you've got Stafford, you have a chance. So that leads us to Thursday night against New Orleans. There's a lot of history between these two teams, DeMarco. Oh. This is, a, this, is a, this is a real playoff game here with two 7-7 seven and seven teams on Thursday night. Oh, make no mistake. This is the perfect Thursday night game. This is it. This is for all the marbles, so to speak, or at least until at, at this point in the season. This is a playoff game. But do not forget Demarcus Robinson, Cap. I have to point this out. Uh, number 15. This guy has a catch radius. He reminds me of Brandon Lloyd. You guys remember him? Yeah, from the Broncos. Oh, my God. This guy can catch anything. He's so athletic. Now, he's still rounding in the form. He's still developing as a receiver, but he's big, he's tall, he presents a problem in the red zone. So when you think, when 2-2 Atwell comes back, that's your burner. Cooper Cup is rounding in the form, so you just can't man up on him or he's going to beat you. And then Puka Nakua is still being that physical presence out there at receiver. So when you think about that, that's a lot of questions for a defense to answer. That's a lot of questions for the Saints to answer. Plus, when you think about how we started this conversation, Matthew Stafford is the ultimate point guard. He can throw it anywhere from any platform with these receivers. And you've got a running game, too, and the defense is playing, playing like gangbusters. They might be rounding in the form, getting hot at the right time. Chris, did you hear the way that Marco said he kind of reminds him of Brandon Lloyd? And I went, oh, yeah, from the Broncos. I have no idea if he played for the Broncos. I just wanted to be confident with the way I said that. He did. You knew that. Come on now. I, I, I actually – The Broncos, the Niners, and the Rams. Yeah, he's a really good receiver, kind of like Gumby. Uh, the guy makes the circus catches, and he makes them look easy. Same thing with Demarcus Robinson. Never got a shot. Never really got a shot everywhere he's been, even in college at Florida. He was in Kansas City, won a Super Bowl with them, but Tyreek Hill kind of took off, so he was kind of pushed to the side. Now, he DeMar- was doing great in Baltimore, and then Lamar got hurt. So this is really his first opportunity in the NFL to be the third receiver or at least the guy with targets. So he caught two touchdown passes. I think he's on the rise, too. So, Marco, when we left you Thursday at Yamava, mm-hmm. the 909 Sports Bar, before Cappy and I got in the car for a, about a 90-minute drive out of Yamava back to, uh, you know, Orange County, and then he went yeah, on. when I was poking you in the ribs. When you yeah. were poking me in the ribs, which you never told me yeah. why. But no, that doesn't matter at this point. Cappy never mentioned on the ride back, because if you remember, I told you, hey, next Friday we're probably going to be at the Sunset Room. I'll get you information, because we're doing word, the probably. COT, probably. COT Christmas party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, now you can come to the radio station. On Friday, this Friday, to do the show with Cappy and all of us, yeah. because we won't be at the Sunset Room broadcasting live, because Cappy's a gutless bum that doesn't want do to be with Cappy's the listeners. He doesn't what want do to mean? be with the listeners. Oh, that's not true. Cappy loves the listeners. It is Cappy true. Cappy has a puppet, for God's sake. Come on now. <laughs> because the minute we oh, end the Cappy show... has a puppet, for God's sake. The minute we end yes. the show on Friday night at 7 o'clock, I will be whisked away to Hacienda Heights so that I can be with the listeners and the COT at the Sunset Room, but Cappy won't be joining. Right, and I'll tell you this, I've already got an RSVP from Dead Meow 5 who's coming to the Sunset Room. I've got an RSVP from Miss Molly who's coming to the Sunset Room. Because they wanted to see you. Well, listen, if everybody would like to see me, we can all hook up um, Christmas Eve in Disneyland. How's that? How about that? I like it. 
I see you, Cap. Stand Demarco, for I, Sorry, I, Chris. I, I, I and you're not on... invited to my house to stop by on Christmas Eve. Oh, come I'm on. not going to let you, you see. Him. No, no, Cappy, you could come to Marco. I'm not oh, going to let you see my manger outside. I'm not going to let you kiss baby <laughs> Jesus on the forehead, Cappy. Why not? Because you're a gutless bum. DeMarco, I bounced on the Friday broadcast. It's true. From the Sunset Room, I bounced on it. Did you at least apologize? I mean, it's kind of a little bit, you know, like oh. to my kids. You know, it's like, Dad, you're always putting work before us. And I'm like, oh, my God. First of all, always- they never said that to you because they don't care. <laughs> they would prefer that you work. The only person that gave you a hard time is Rachel, probably, because you've got some Christmas party where, Cappy, you got to go pretend to be something you're not instead of that? being with the people that love you and yeah. have made you a star in Los Angeles. Okay. I'll you don't want to be with them. I do want to be with them. And everybody's invited to my house. <laughs> Please. Everybody can come over. If I tried to drive up to your house, not to say I'm more special than anybody else, but I could at least talk a little game about how I know you and name off your kids. They'd arrest me before I would even get within a block no way, of man. your driveway no, that dude. is like 100 yards. DeMarco, his driveway is bigger than yours, I guarantee you. DeMarco, no that's not true. How long's your driveway? It's very short. No, it's not. It's a very short driveway. <laughs> if oh, I wait. walked your driveway in circles, I'd get in shape. <laughs> I'm picturing stately Wayne Manor. Am I close? Yeah, it's stately Cappy Manor. <laughs> the carnival ride. <laughs> With a yeah. bat cave, with a cap cave. Yeah. yeah, I like that. Well, Demarco, just do this for us before you go. Um, set up this game on Thursday. I realize it's only Monday, but the history between these two teams. I think back to the NFC Championship oh. game where the the yeah. controversial finish that the Rams won that game. W- what else? Oh, it's, th- there's always bad blood between these teams. I mean, going all the way back, you, you're talking about the 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 no call in the NFC Championship yeah. game. That mm-hmm. that's just one of many. This goes back to Spygate with Brady. Or uh, yeah, when they were when they were filming the Rams at practice, that happened in New Orleans. Uh, this is all bad blood. So whenever the Rams and the Saints meet up, uh, they always bring their A game, and they especially bring their A game when they can wreck a Rams season. So this is going to be a battle. Yeah. Uh, you know Alvin Kamara and what he can do. He mm-hmm. is a full full time job, a balanced breakfast to try to stop him run and pass. And then Carr played his best game last week. So you're going to get their best effort in SoFi. So. Uh, I think the Rams are moving towards their best game of the season, like on all three phases. Hopefully, it'll be this Thursday versus the Saints because you're yeah. going to need it. Cappy, did you ask Demarco for his tickets yet? Hey, Demarco, Thursday? anybody anybody taking your tickets yet for Thursday night? You know, Cap, we'll talk about that off air because I don't want to get you in trouble again. I feel like I feel like I got you in trouble now. No, you didn't get me in any trouble. No trouble. You just you just gave us information that confirms how Cappy. I cannot wait to call Sedano tonight. SOS. Sedano is vacation, but you got to call me back. I got a great Cappy story. What is the story, I'm though? I'm so sorry, Cappy. That this no, no, happened no, on the radio. No, no, but what is the story? That you again ask people for free stuff. Oh, no, that's for not your true. Cronies. No, your cronies. I offered. I offered. He did not ask. I offered. I asked him right before I left, what are you doing? What are you doing Sunday? I have two for you if you need them. Hear that, Chris? I hear it. I don't believe it. No, it's true. It's the truth. I wouldn't lie to you. All right, DeMarco, take the yeah, rest of the day off. You know you can it. believe DeMarco. Yeah, take the rest of the day off. And right, stop DeMarco, poking we, me in the ribs. We, we'll see you on Friday, homeboy. Okay, man. See you soon. All right. All right. It's so a you're really, you're yeah. going to get me in trouble now. I hope so. No, you're going to get me in big trouble. And I'll, <laughs> I didn't say it. You no, said No, no, but I'm going to tell you why you're going to get me in huge trouble. Go ahead. On this whole DeMar- No, I gotta t- I'm going to tell you after the break. <laughs> okay. But you don't understand. You're going to get me in monster trouble. I hope so. Especially on a Michelob Ultra Reaction Monday. Michelob Ultra, it's only worth it if you enjoy it. 2.6 carbs, 95 calories. You've spent all day with us. Why not give us 45 <laughs> more minutes? Because we got the Toyota Lakers countdown and tip-off. Coming up at 6 o'clock, it's shit out of the cappy on 710 ESPN.
That's right. Caller number seven is on the line for the 12 days of 710. This is Jared Miller from Reseda. Jared, good afternoon. Are you ready to pick your holiday box in the 710 studio? What do you say, man? Good afternoon. I'm ready. Yes. All right. You get to choose between the Travis box, the Sliwa box, Mace, Ireland, Shidano, myself, Cap. Whose box you want in? This is a no-brainer. I'll take the Cappy box. The Kaplan box. The Kaplan box. Look at this, Jared. I'm going to open the box live, Jack. Because what's inside? A Fantasy Springs prize pack. Which I love Fantasy Springs. No way. So you're going to enjoy that. Plus, of course, we've got a $50 Islands gift card. Island boy! Island boy! From our friends at Islands Restaurant. Oh, good. One more time, Jared. Island boy! Yeah! (laughs) That is what's in the box, Jack! Oh, it's great. Jared Miller, you just won this incredible prize package. Congratulations to you, sir. What station takes care of you during the season of winning? ESPN 710 LA. Let's go. 12 days of 710. The 12 days of 710. It's the season of winning on 710. 520 in the Southland. Some sad news coming down, Cappy, uh, for LA radio fans and many of us that grew up listening to rock and roll radio. He started on KMET here in LA and then, of course, spent many years uh, on 95.5 KLS and later on Sirius. The world has lost Jim Ladd which is an amazing rock disc jockey here in Los Angeles for many, many years. So we uh, send lots of uh, prayers and love. But Jim Ladd, man, he's a legend, and uh, he passed away today. Oh, wow. Did uh, they say how old he was? I haven't uh, seen that part, but just got a text from a few friends. And Jim was a legend. I got to cross paths with him years ago, 22 years ago, Mm -hmm. when I was working at KBC, and he was next door, rocking it at night at 95.5 KOS. Wow. Uh, send in love to the family. You know, this is... Uh, this so is many people that are listening to close. us definitely grew up hearing Jim Ladd at some point. Well, that's too bad. That is unfortunate. Um, okay, let me do this. Let me tell you that you're going to get me into huge trouble, by the way. Why? Because it came out on the air. By the way, I didn't push this bit. It came out on the air that you used DeMarco's tickets, the great DeMarco Farr, for the Commanders game yesterday at SoFi against the Rams, but you weren't in them. Okay, so here's what happened. Go ahead. So... So, okay, DeMarco offered me his tickets to the game. It was a lovely gesture, and DeMarco and I are like long-lost brothers, okay? So he offered me his tickets, and I said to him on Thursday at Yamava, I said, hey, thanks a lot, man, I really appreciate that, but you know what, you were talking about giving them to your plumber, and you were talking about giving them to your buddy, and I'll tell you what, man, I'll, I'll be third in line. If those guys want the tickets, just just go for it, because I can't commit to it. You know I have a problem with commitment, right? We know, we know. Okay, right? So, so now it's, uh, it's Saturday night. And I get a text from a buddy of mine. He goes, hey, man, um, were you able to uh, you know, get me tickets for the Rams game on Sunday or maybe the Rams game on Thursday? And I'm literally Saturday night at a friend's holiday party, and I get this text, and I'm like, oh, my God, I completely forgot about this. I, I have no idea. I forgot. And then I was like, you know what? If the Rams win and the Saints win, um, you know what? This is going to be a really tough ticket to get on Thursday. So I text DeMarco Saturday night. I go, hey, man. You still got those tickets from from this week? And he's like, yeah, nobody wanted them. You want them? I'm like, yes, I do. And then I was able to get those tickets, and I was able to convert a new Rams fan, okay, because this buddy of mine, and Chris, remember last week when we went to that Kings game? Who was the actor that was in the box that night? A legend in my world, the great Thomas Calabro, who played Dr. 
Michael Mancini on Melrose Place. Right. So my friend who called me and asked me if he if I could get him tickets, I could then called DeMarco. DeMarco still had his tickets. His tickets were about to go to waste, and I gave them to my friend David Lasher. Now, Chris, if you loved Melrose Place, I have to assume you loved Beverly Hills 90210 as well. Of course. So my buddy David Lasher played Kyle Connors on, I'm gonna have to look that on up. Beverly Hills 90210, but he's probably more famous for Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Do you know that show? Yeah. You do know Sabrina. So you're going to get me in trouble because DeMarco gave me his tickets. Oh, and by the way, he gave me his parking pass, too. And then I created oh, two. Oh, this guy, Kyle Connors, he played. Yeah, he was only in there for one summer. Yeah, he was only there for a little bit. He was like the first gay character on uh, Beverly Hills 90210. He's straight, but he was playing the gay guy. But that's no Dr. Michael Mancini on Melrose Place. But Dr. Michael Mancini was impressive. I, I must admit. He He's was such a great impressive. guy, too. Yeah, he was a cool guy. But my buddy David Lasher took his son, and they became Rams fans. How are you friends with David DeMarco. Lasher? Come on, I don't know, because we're friends, you know, like people know but each other. But is he an important person now that you would get him tickets? Because you're only getting tickets for somebody if they could do something for you. So what is it that he does for you? Um, He hasn't done anything for me yet, but that doesn't mean I won't come back to him at some point and say, yo, you got to put me in that movie. Right. right remember he those was, tickets I got you? He was uh, Sabrina's boyfriend. Oh, yeah, that's right. No, no, he was Harvey. He was Harvey. Uh, I was Harvey. That's who he was. Yeah. He yeah. was Harvey? No, yes, Harvey. Not Harvey's boyfriend, just Harvey. Oh. He was Harvey. Yeah. He wasn't Josh? Him. Are you sure he wasn't Josh? Maybe he was. I don't know. I just remember his face. Okay. Well, anyway, I just created two new Rams fans. What do you think about that, Christopher? He was on Hey Dude, Cappy. Yeah, he was on Hey Dude. You buried the lead on that one. Really? You guys yes. know Hey Dude? I know oh, Hey Dude, yeah. Heck yeah. You guys know show. Hey Dude? Really? Hell yeah. He was I didn't Ted. I you knew Hey Dude. Come on. Let's be serious. That was a classic Nickelodeon show. Okay. All right. See, big star, Chris. Okay. Hey Dude was a fantastic show. Lindsay, you're right. I love that show so much. Great show. Great See show. See that, DeMarco? DeMarco, your tickets went to the right guy. Okay, and I created <laughs> two new fans. All right. Let me let me do this. Let me let me move into the Lakers. Today is Monday. You know, the Lakers lost that game to San Antonio on Friday. It feels like it might as well have been a month ago. I can't believe they lost a game to a team that had lost 18 straight, including the previous game to the Lakers. And Gregory, I know you're there, Corporate Greg. Yes, sir. Yes, I know there were a lot of guys out. AD didn't play. But LeBron played, you know, and I just, I figure even with LeBron, and even if you don't have a Cam Reddish, okay, even if you don't have a D'Angelo Russell, I figure with LeBron, that should probably be enough to beat a team that had lost 18 straight games. Yeah, and honestly, they should have just sat LeBron and just sacrificed the game. Well, I mean, at that point, they should have, but if you're down, you're losing to a team that lost 18 in a row. But I mean, look. Cam Reddish and Anthony Davis are a big part of that team. And what Anthony Davis, how he played against Wemby and all that, that's a, a big part of how that team plays. You don't have them. It's going to be a little bit difficult. But I'm with you. I'm Even all, with all that, you win, you win that game with LeBron, no matter what. Yeah, or just don't play LeBron. Like, just say, hey, guess what? You know what? We got a bunch of guys out. Probably not going to win this game. No sense in taxing LeBron. That's not how it works, though, and you know it. You you per perpetuate this all the time. LeBron plays when LeBron wants to play. Correct. He wanted and to play in that game. Because could you imagine not playing against Wemby? Um, yeah, I can imagine it. No, no, he's not going to do that. No, he has to play against Wemby. Yeah, of course he would. If if he for him he wants to play against them. Okay. And now well, Wemby's out today. By the okay, way. Well, he played against them and they got smashed. They got absolutely smashed. It's embarrassing. A point. Yeah. It, so, was, it was terrible, and it was a situation where, like, without Anthony Davis, I don't really know what the reason was for AD not playing. But well, he's I got, think, like, I mean, it's been, you know, ankle problem, hip problem. I mean, listen, I'm not going to say anything about games. Anthony Davis. Right, he's played in everything. And he's played really well. Yep. Nobody wants to go to hell. No, 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 <laughs> we don't want that one-way ticket.
We don't want we don't want to go to gate <laughs> no. H and have Sedano, Anthony Davis's spokesperson, send us to ha- to hell to H Town. Absolutely know? not. Don't don't need that problem. I can tell you that right now. Hey, um, I got to tell you guys, I did not do well on my prize picks this weekend. If any of you guys have your prize picks, do me a favor, just send them to me because honestly, I just was terrible this weekend. I don't know what I was thinking. Yesterday, I decided to play uh, Joe Flacco. He was going to pass for more than 199 and a half yards. No brainer. Easy. But I also took Justin Fields of the Bears to also pass for over 199 yards. He passed for like 160. And I want to blame Justin Fields, but it's his receivers, man. This guy must have had 150 yards worth of drop passes, including that Hail Mary at the end of the game for those of you that happen to be watching. So here's what I want to say. If you are playing prize picks, you got to send me your picks. Tweet them to me. Text them to me. Email them to me. I don't care how you reach me. Just get a hold of me and give me your prize picks because you must be doing more research than I am because I am struggling right now on my prize picks. I had one big hit last week where I earned six and a half times my money. A $20 play turned into 130 bucks, but otherwise I've been ice cold. So send me your prize picks. Here's what I want you to do. Go to prizepicks.com slash cappy, K-A-P-P-Y, prizepicks.com slash cappy, and here's what you do. You make your first deposit. They'll match your first deposit 100% up to $100. So put in the 100 bucks and play and have fun. I put in 100 bucks. I've not had to put more money in since. Prizepicks.com slash Cappy and send me your prize picks. Thank you, Cappy. Radio Tinder is coming up in just a few moments. And don't forget, 6 o'clock, the Toyota Lakers countdown to tip-off. We get you ready for Lakers Knicks on your home of Lakers basketball. 710 ESPN. 531 in the Southland. Shadano <laughs> Cap. What are you laughing about? Oh, the circle of trust today is on fire. I know. Radio Tinder time. We like to play a TV theme. How about this one? Because yesterday, December 17th, back in 1989, The Simpsons debuted on Fox. And I remember my dad picking me up. He had just gone off the air at Power, picked mm-hmm. me up at my grandparents' house, and we rushed home, stopped by Barrow's Pizza in Whittier, and watched the first episode together of The Simpsons. So there you go. And it really makes me feel old that that was that long ago. You'll, you can follow her at Lindsay Baseball on Twitter or Instagram. Don't forget about our sponsor, Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala, founded in the city of Downey, just like me. Take it away, producer Lindsay. Thanks, Christopher. By the way, my, um, my memory of The Simpsons is very different because I remember watching, sitting down and watching The Simpsons after something that was on Fox earlier with my family. And the first scene was like that Steamboat Willie, like a parody of that, you know, the Mickey Mouse cartoon. And they put his head in like the the coal thing to make the the boat go. Right. And then he burned his head off. And I remember my dad was like, you cannot watch that. That is way too violent. Absolutely not. You're never watching that again. And I was never allowed to watch The Simpsons. So in 1989, I was what, about six years? No, I had just probably turned six. Oh, I guess six. So- how old were you at that point? Well, it wasn't when it, it was just like the first time that I oh. ever watched The Simpsons. Because I would say if you were only like four yeah. years old, that is a little violent. <laughs> well, I mean, I was probably like six or seven or eight when I saw it. I remember him being like, whoa, 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 this is way too violent. So, yeah, I wasn't ever allowed to watch The Simpsons. But good show. I never watched one episode of The Simpsons. And you said you were six years old in 1989. I was 19 years old. You know, you should start to respect your elders now that I think about Why? it. Why? You know? Well, you're 13 yeah. years older than me, but I'm better than you. Kid. Kid, <laughs> better at what? Better at everything. Okay, well, you know, I'm going to have pull out a Richard Sherman line. I'm better at life than you are, Skip. I guess why? Because you have like four kids? <laughs> I'm better at life. Skip. And an ex-wife? Is that why you're better than me? And a girlfriend. Well, I make choices on that. Mm-hmm. 
What are your choices? That I I just work a lot and play golf. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no, take it away, pretty Lindsay, before Cappy and I kill each other. I don't even know where to go from there, so I'll just start. <laughs> yeah, but I got Chewy, Draymond. Cappy. Do you have Chewy? I don't Do you have want Chewy. chewy? You're, you're better. At, you're better at cleaning Chewy's loose stool off the streets of downtown LA than I am. I I acknowledge that. Cappy, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that because I, I said to Morales, I said, Chewy is not having the snow in Cleveland. And I think Chris should expand his dog walking business to dog sitting because Chewy's not coming back to the snow ever again. He uh, hates that's, it. that's funny because Cappy and I love the snow. <laughs> oh, Different snow, buddy. No, I'll watch Chewy. He Cappy. doesn't like the snow. He, he like he is not a fan. Can you imagine me FaceTiming Cappy <laughs> while watching Chewy? <laughs> And then Rachel oh, screaming, man. don't you get enough of the fat boy already? <laughs> Why is he FaceTiming Scott? What if you had Chewy on the drive live? <laughs> oh, oh, I would love that. I'd love to have <laughs> Special guest tonight is Chewy. Special guest, Chewy. <laughs> Chewy's a star. He's oh. a big star. You could follow him on Instagram at Chewy the Frog. Really? Yeah, he has his own Instagram. I haven't posted on there forever, though. Chewy the Frog. Chewy the Frog? Yeah, because... He's a frog. He's a Frenchie pug. Oh, well, that's oh. My, yeah. my my dog, Jack the Frenchie, on, on yeah, Instagram. Exactly. I yeah, think that I, you were the one to give me the idea. We got to follow that now. I got to follow Chewy me the Frog. Me too. Chewy the Frog. <laughs> Is that with a U-E-Y or an E-W-I-E? It's C-H-E-W-I-E. Mm, see that, Chris? That was a good question. Maybe we can it try was. to get that account more followers than Mace. Remember when we did that bit a few years ago? <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to get Lindsay more followers of Mace. And Mace yeah, got very upset. Me off the show. Yeah, basically, then he traded you like two months later. All right, let me do this. Chewy the Frog has 41 followers. I just made 42. Can we get Chewy the Frog to 100 followers in the next 20 minutes? If we do, then we'll have to post the uh, Morales Chewy Christmas photo <laughs> that we took in front of Yamava. <laughs> You saw that one, right, Cap? No, yeah, I, I haven't, I haven't released it yet. Oh, oh I saw one. What was the other one I saw you walking Chewy? Or was he walking you? <laughs> oh, that was the one that I told you because you were being bad that night. I told you I'm going to make a life-size blow-up picture and put it next to the picture of Evan Cohen in the other room. <laughs> All right, Lindsay Baseball, right. where were we? Okay, so speaking of being bad, Draymond Green's indefinite suspension now appears to have an expected time frame. According to Shams, Draymond is scheduled to undergo counseling and is expected to be suspended for a minimum of three weeks. The decision was made because of Green's, quote, repeated history of unsportsmanlike acts. Mm -hmm. So after counseling and the suspension, do you guys think that Draymond will ever change his way? Swipe left or swipe right, Cappy? I'm going to swipe left. Um, you can put Draymond Green in three weeks of therapy. You can convince him that he's got anger management problems. You can suspend him without pay and take his money from him. But I'll tell you this right now. Um, when Draymond Green comes back, there will at some point be a time where he's playing against some European guy who he doesn't think will ever swing back on him, and he will do something. Stomp on somebody's nuts, um, you know, uh, smack him in the face, whatever it is. I'm telling you right now, uh, Draymond will have more. Chris, are you uh, also swiping left? <laughs> yes, I am swiping left. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Is that Chewy I hear? Yeah, he's he's a little itchy because um, somebody gave him a chip, and he's allergic to he's allergic to like uh, like gluten, like wheat. Wheat and great grains, that's oh, what he's allergic to. Oh, he's he's allergic to grains. Allergies. And somebody gave him a chip. Your dog has allergies too, right? I don't know. Does he? I thought you said he did, but if maybe he does, he's allergic I don't know to Rachel. About it. <laughs> he's allergic to Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, so uh, sticking on the theme of suspensions, uh, after Steelers safety DeMonte Kazi was suspended for the rest of the season today for mm-hmm. his repeated illegal hits on opposing players, the GOAT, Tom Brady, came to his defense. Brady spoke out against the suspension, calling out quarterbacks to do a better job throwing the ball in areas where their pass catchers won't get injured. He wrote, quote, To put the blame on the defensive player all the time is just flat out wrong. It's not okay, QBs, to get your WRs hit because of your bad decisions. That was a part of a post that um, he commented on on the Sports Center Instagram page. So mm-hmm. do you guys agree with Tom Brady? Swipe left or swipe right? Um, I'm going to swipe right. I agree with, with Tom Brady. And I saw that play where DeMonte Casey was tossed out of that game, and I went, wait a second. Like I, I do try and go back and watch these plays in slow motion and see if somebody's leading with their head or if they're really trying to target. I mean, if you saw that play, you were like, wait, that was like perfect timing. So I was really surprised to see him suspended for the rest of the season, although I guess the rest of the season is like three games. Mm-hmm. So. Chris, you see this playoffs. play? I haven't. I need to look it up. Which game was it in? This was the... Um, was it the Steelers? I'm trying to remember which game. I was watching. Oh, it was Saturday night. I was at SoFi. No, no, yes, it, it wasn't. It, it, no, it was the game. The Colts, uh, the Colts Steelers game. Yeah, yeah, Saturday. there you go. Right. Yeah. Anyway, I just love that Tom Brady is the one commenting basically on these things when these rules protected Tom Brady more than anybody. Well, he's starting to get ready for that big media career he's supposed to have. Well, the, you notice he's. Everyone was talking about how boring he would be, and have you guys noticed this season that he's he's made some like controversial takes and opinions? Yeah, he's not so boring. Well, yeah. hopefully it'll happen soon, so we get rid of Greg Olson. Yeah, oh, I'm man. with you there. So why you got to go? Why you got to beat up on Greg Olson like that? Okay, I just also want to say on that note, when I was watching the the Browns game on Fox, they had like the D team. It was whoever is with uh, Mark Sanchez. Oh, not great. Uh, no, no, I'll tell you who that is. Uh, that's Kevin Kugler. I worked with Kevin Kugler. Okay, for Kevin Kugler's years. fine, but Mark Sanchez not so great in my opinion. He was he was almost worse than Greg Olson. He just didn't know when to like let it breathe. Really? How do you like Mark Sanchez's mop? You guys see that hair? You see that dude? He does you see have that good rock? hair. Yeah, he I mean, has good hair. That's nice hair. He also had a good sit down with Joe Flacco, and in in like the the pre game package they did for Fox, there were mm-hmm. these fans that were like. We're wacko for Flacco, and I was like, "Oh, that's great, that's great." I loved it. So that's a it. that's a horrific hit, <laughs> and I think the taunting afterwards is what got him, because he com- he comes up and just basically kind of taunts to the referee. Oh, so, I kind of thought he was looking at the referee like, "What? Like what? That's no, a, the, that's the, a penalty." The taunting came before the what. So you're right; right. it said- was perfectly timed, but he definitely lowered his his head. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and he said he's again. a repeat offender. Yeah. He does this all the time, apparently. Boom! Oh, no. I'm just watching it Now, again. of course, if this was 10 years ago, that would be on like a highlight reel right. of the NFL's biggest hits. Yep. They would have glorified that, celebrated it, and sold it. I mean, John How's Lynch would have had a Hall of Fame career if he played now. Those were John Lynch-type hits. And Brian Dawkins. Mm-hmm. How'd that and go, the guys NFL's greatest them, hits? Steve Atwater and Ronnie Lott. Well, you know those programs that they would run like in the middle of the night on ESPN2 back in the, the NFL's biggest hits. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted you to say that again. You got one more right. for us, baseball? All right, yes, last one. So while most families are going to be opening gifts around the Christmas tree on Christmas Day, the Kelseys will be on the field. Travis and the Chiefs will host the Raiders while Jason and the Eagles face off against the Giants. But Travis said that he is looking forward to working on the holiday and said it's going to be a fun one. I know we've, like, pretty much everybody here, I'm almost certain of it. We've all had to work on the holidays before because, you know, we work in radio, even Christmas. So have you guys ever enjoyed working on the holidays? Swipe left or swipe right? 
So for me, I probably did Dallas Cowboys Thanksgiving Day broadcast for probably seven or eight years in a row. And um, like my family would be like, Dad, why are you going to Dallas again? You, you went to Dallas last year for Thanksgiving. I was like, this is like the biggest game. What, the Cowboys on Thanksgiving is the biggest game. Um, that's why you've got Dolly Parton holding onto the stage, trying to walk back and forth at halftime. <laughs> I knew so, you were going to take a shot at her. So I, I kind of always liked working on Thanksgiving, you know? I liked it. So I never minded working on Christmas, uh, at least when I worked at NFL Network, because they had a great like holiday spread. Like mm-hmm. they would give us so much good food. It wasn't just like, oh, you're typical, like, oh, whatever, you're working today. Here's some catered food. It was amazing. It was like a full on Christmas dinner and we had to take home pie and stuff. So I didn't mind it so much. Happy loves to take home pie. Yeah, road pie especially. Oh man. Love road pie. Another kind of pie too. But I probably coffee. shouldn't say it. See, the joke was there already. What? I mean, I like key lime pie. What's the problem? By the way, speaking of the Kelsey's, when did the Chiefs why is it okay for the the Chiefs are just whiners now? Do you see the Kelsey play where they shift to put the camera on Taylor Swift and she's complaining oh, yeah. about no penalty? Mm-hmm. It's getting a little tiring. When did this Patrick Mahomes – what's going on over there? I don't know. They, Patrick I told Mahomes you last week. just whining, Andy right. Reid. It's just a little much. Guys. Right. He's beca- he, he, in two weeks, he's become unlikable. Yeah. No, they have become unlikable. I really wanted to see the Chiefs in the Super Bowl mainly because Taylor would be there, we think, and this, the the ratings might crack – 200 million. But now I don't want to see the Chiefs. I want to see them get bounced in the playoffs. Hey, can I say one thing? Taylor Swift yesterday at that game getting booed by the Patriot fans. Way to go, Patriot fans. Yeah. I mean, she's showing up in your stadium wearing Chiefs gear. You got to boo her. But I got to also say, her with that cute little beanie, she looked adorable. <laughs> I do like I like a girl in a beanie. I like she, it was a, she was adorable. I loved you Taylor know, Swift yesterday. You know that um there's a report out there that Travis Kelsey has asked for Taylor Swift's hand in marriage. Oh, I would do that in a heartbeat. I would mm-hmm. listen, even if I didn't love her, I'd ask her to marry me. <laughs> me too. Actually, <laughs> that might be my one rule. You're worth that. I love you. No, let's but, just but, get married. But like, would you ask her dad for permission? Oh, absolutely. I do everything that she would want me to do so that she would write nice songs about me. Oh, okay. When you yeah, got apparently... married, Cappy, did you ask the your your future father in law at the time for permission? Future ex father in law? Yeah. Yeah, I did ask him for permission. What did he I say? Did. He was like, yeah, he told me yes, which which was nice. <laughs> did he say, oh, uh, yeah, go ahead. He was like, yeah, whatever. He's like, for a goof, go ahead, marry her. For a goof. <laughs> Radio Tinder, made possible by our friends at Tequila Mandala. Life-changing tequila. If you don't have that per- perfect gift yet for that special person in your life, let me suggest something. You got a few days left. Go to BevMo, go to Total Wine and more, walk in there with the app, showing them that they've got the Tequila Mandala Extra Anejo. And say, listen, sucker, I know you don't have it in the shelf, but you got it locked up in the back because it's that valuable. And mm-hmm. give the gift of life-changing tequila this holiday season. Tequila Mandala, the extra Anejo. Again, there's three others, too, that you can get. Right, Cappy? That's it's, right. it's amazing tequila. It'll change your life this holiday season. I guarantee it. Final segment coming up. We'll walk you up to the Toyota Lakers countdown to tip off with Slee. Don't forget Lakers Knicks. The banner is coming down. Or is it going up tonight? I- I'm not sure what it's doing, but I know we're going to talk about it coming up next. Next. Next on 710. Hey, let me talk to everybody about Yamava this Thursday, Thursday night football. And, hey, we've already started to talk about this Thursday night football game. This is the playoffs. Okay? Make no mistake. When when these two teams get together on the field at SoFi Stadium, the Rams and the Saints, it is the playoffs. 
And if you don't have a ticket to this game, you know what you ought to do? You ought to come out to Yamava because Lindsay Baseball is hosting a Thursday night viewing party, which means she's giving away $1,000 this Thursday night at the 909, the greatest sports bar on the planet. The 909 is to sports bars what SoFi is to stadiums because there are monitors everywhere. So it doesn't matter where you are. You're going to have the perfect view of the game. Plus 32 craft beers, four incredible restaurants, and right outside the 909, there's every slot machine you would ever want on planet Earth. So come on out, Yamava Resort and Casino, the 909, Thursday night football, huge, huge game. Lindsay's giving away $1,000. We'll see you at Yamava on Thursday. 13 minutes in front of 6 o'clock, final segment, Sedato and Cappy. Coming up, the Toyota Lakers countdown to tip off with Sliwa. Then at 7.30, Lakers, Knicks, Johnny I, Michael Thompson will have your play-by-play on 7.10 a.m. or on the all-new ESPN LA app in crystal clear streaming audio, Cappy. Are you ready? This is where you say, it's the final segment, sucker. Oh, nice job. Well, you didn't even help me. I mean, well, you just I wanted me... you. I didn't want to step on the post. You, you know? left me dangling in there. I didn't want to step on it. Don't forget, Lakers Live is going on right now at Chick Hearn Court. You can join the seven. Oh, that's a, that was a fun, that's a fast fade, D. Oh, that's right. That's the short version. We got to get the longer yeah, version. I got, I got the short version. That's on okay. The right here. I like a longer fade, not that short fade. I got you. You know what I mean? That's that that short one. Usually, that's why we play it off the computer. But we'll reload it. As, I like as a high we, top fade myself. As we used to say in the old days, we're going to cart it up tomorrow. Oh yeah, cart that thing up. You don't even know what that means, DeAndre. But I'm going to show him tomorrow. Yeah, I don't know what that means. The seven ten, the seven ten Fun and Games Department. Reagan's out there. She's at Chick Hearn Court right now. You can enter to win a D-Lo signed basketball. There's going to be the Anheuser Busch Beer Garden. I might have to stop by that on the walk over. Plus, you can meet the Lakers girls and Lakers legends. A Papa shot, half court shot, and don't forget, join us tonight. Lakers live going on a little bit before. If you're coming to the game, can you hear me? I can't hear you. Tip off at seven thirty. You there? I can hear you, Lindsay. DeAndre was like, "Hey, Lindsay, you're there." I didn't know if like something happened, so that's why I asked. I'm sorry. Oh, beautiful. Oh, you're good. That was on me. I was asking him to talk to you because you were going in and out from the Comrex, so helping out. So, who's going to the Laker game tonight? Because tonight is a special event. I can't wait. I will cry out in passion and glory when LeBron says, "L.A., this is for you." Yeah. Or he's not going to say that. What stuff. if LeBron? What if LeBron says something like, "Hey, I just want my damn respect." I mean, you got to give him his damn respect for winning the in-season tournament, right? Listen, we're going to get to dealer's choice. Yeah, you're right, but it's the in-season tournament. We're going to get to dealer's choice in just a moment. But first, I want to thank somebody for Saturday night. The great Chris Sloan. Chris Sloan at SoFi. Chris Sloan, amazing. What a beautiful man he is, first of all. Beautiful. He is tall. Have Mm -hmm. you met him, Cappy? No, I have no idea who he is. He's a 6'7". He's just a beaut. Chiseled, Mm -hmm. great smile. He took care of owner Sam Pines and myself Saturday night at the L.A. Bowl, presented by Gronk. We were in the SoFi suite. Mm. They had their own bartender in there, Cappy. Nice. He was nice. so kind. And when he put out his hand and I yeah. felt his hand touch right. mine, mm-hmm. I felt a connection. Really? What kind of connection? A deep connection. Mm-hmm. That this was the man I was supposed to meet at the L.A. Bowl. Okay, and what happened thereafter? Not much. I, I didn't see him again. But okay, did you, uh, did you get his connect- number? No, we've connected on LinkedIn. Oh, not Hey! Hey! Pretty good. LinkedIn. But the LA Bowl, it was such a fun environment, and I was already ramped up. I should have worn USC gear mm-hmm. to stick it in corporate Greg and all those stinking UCLA Bruin fans. Stay away from UCLA. I Just, was hoping that they were, they, they were selling Boise State gear. I would have dressed up like a Bulldog. Is it the Bulldogs or the Broncos? The Broncos. Broncos. Oh, I would have dressed up like a Boise State Bronco, mm-hmm. blue and orange. But you, but you didn't. I didn't. Yeah. 
Uh, in the meantime, I watched it on TV. Look, looked pretty good. It was fun. Gronk sang the national anthem. I mean, yeah. the Bruins, those stinking Bruins won, but that's okay. It you know, it was fun funny, time. the advertisement in the pregame of, hey, Gronk's going to sing the national anthem. I'm like, wow, that takes a lot of courage. Then I find out he's part of like a chorus. So yeah. there were like four professional singers that could carry the national anthem, and, and Gronk could just kind of stand there and look pretty. But they had an American flag that they rolled out on the field, mm-hmm. but it was shaped like the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was an interesting flag. I don't know how I felt about it. I like just the normal square flag. You, isn't it a rectangular flag? Rectangular flag. Okay, that's different. Yeah, I don't know. It reminded me. Remember the logo for the Super Bowl when it was? I think it was the uh, the Super Bowl after nine eleven, where they had the United States as the logo, but it was that same mm-hmm. thing where it was the flag, but in the actual U.S. shape of the country. Yeah, I don't know. Was, I liked it. That's your topography moment for the uh, nice job and flag moment for you and flag right moment and yes thanks to Chris Sloan and SoFi the only thing that was weird at SoFi mm-hmm. as Sam and I pulled in was the security guard they yell at you a lot yeah they security guards you. security guards yell at you like their coaches or drill but, drill instructors but they're like parking people which I know they're doing a tough job but they're just screaming at you like we're trying to ask a question and find where and they're just like go 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 no questions go 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 and I'm like whoa whoa whoa, whoa. and first of all we're in a vehicle that has the ESPNLA logo on it so it's like guys can we just guys where's the brown zone why are you asking questions go 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 I was I literally when we got out of that vehicle yeah you must have been sweating I had to puff the dragon a couple yeah, of times you, did. you know what I'm saying yes I do <laughs> I was all wound up yeah yeah wow but otherwise the LA Bowl was great looked like a lot of fun you got a dealer's choice sucker yeah, I want to say something to all the, the listeners out there, if I may. I'd like to address everybody right now. So um, I know I tell a lot of stories on the air about having stomach issues, and I tell you that I always carry an extra couple pairs of underpants in the back of my car, right. You know, a full six-pack of toilet paper. Um, I know all the hotels between south-south L.A. and downtown L.A. that I can stop, park my car right up front, zip in, not have to worry about talking to anybody at the counter, et cetera, et cetera. Like, so I, I talk about these things, Christopher, and as a result, here's what happens. People want to come up to me and tell me their stories. About their underpants? About the similar situations. So, for example, uh, yesterday I was watching football, you know, and I'm in this, this sports bar, and this guy comes up to me and he goes, Cap! And I'm like, yo, what up? You know, and so he's like, dude, um... You were killing me last week. I'm like, why? He goes, well, you know that story you told about that time that you were, you know, you had a really bad stomach problem and you were getting into your car and then all of a sudden you lost it in your car and then the next day you had to trade the car in? (laughs) I'm like, yeah, I remember telling that story last week. He's like, let me tell you what happened to me. And I'm like, okay, but I'm I'm, I'm watching the Browns-Bears game outside here. You're watching the Bucks and the Packers. I don't, I I, got to go, man. He's like, no, I got to tell you what happened. So I said, okay, go ahead. So he tells me, he goes, well, I go to my friend's house. I usually have dinner with my friends at his house like once a month. He goes, and this particular night, he made New England clam chowder. Once you tell me New England clam chowder, I know what's coming. I know where the story's going from here. Because this, it's cream-based? Well, just because this guy's getting, he's telling me in detail what they're eating. You know, so like he says to me, hey, I had some greasy sausage patty. I know what's coming. If you tell me New England clam chowder, I have a, I have an, a, a feeling of where we're going. By the way, who invites somebody over and makes them New England clam right. chowder? Who makes New England clam chowder? I don't know. I, right. I didn't know anybody made that. I thought it was something you only get in a restaurant. Would have no idea how to make New England clam chowder. In fact, I don't know how to make any soup. So anyway, the guy winds up telling me his story. He's like, so I'm, I'm, I get to my car. My stomach is hurting, and I'm feeling like I'm going to lose it, but I think I can make it home. I make it home. I park my car. I'm running towards my apartment like full speed, and then all of a sudden I realize I'm not going to make it. 
And then the guy has to go, he says, right there in the parking lot in between two neighbors' cars. And then the next day, he came back to clean up the mess. He had to bring one of those five-gallon jugs and and clean the mess because he didn't want his neighbors to step in this mess. Somebody deuced between cars? Dude, Dude, it was like Chewy. It was like when you had to clean up after Chewy. I never did, actually. And he had that super loose stool. <laughs> I did it. That I was, was just, this guy. I was just standing there. But So I guess my the point of the story is this. Um, I'm glad we have this connection because everybody has a stomach problem at some point in their life. It's not a matter of when or not a matter of if. It is absolutely a matter of when. It's right. going to happen to everybody. Yeah. And now we feel this kinship that when you run into me, you need to tell me your story about you needing extra underpants and you carrying around extra toilet paper. And I'm here for it, just so you know. I'm so... If you're going to have those kind of uh, incidents, yeah, I think you, you should definitely carry around baby wipes. <laughs> Not toilet paper. Toilet paper, if you're deucing between a car, toilet paper's only going to make it worse. <laughs> I think you were a little early on the music, DeAndre. That's all right, DeAndre. It's okay. Hey, we're coming up here on the Lakers and the Knicks. The Lakers tonight will unveil their championship banner, the in-season LA, tournament. this is for you! And I know a lot of people will ridicule the Lakers for putting up a banner about the first ever in-season tournament. But guess what? It was the first one ever. You won it. And you know what? Go ahead. Have a little bit of fun with it. And somebody give LeBron his damn respect. You understand me? Like you won the first ever host of the year at the first Mandy's. And you right. may never win again. Yeah, well, it doesn't look that. It doesn't look good. I can tell you that right now. I am going for bit of the year, and, and I'm going to dominate the category. So it's going to be hard to not win bit of the year. I mean, if I don't win bit of the year this year. After the 22-inch Glizzy Challenge? Come on. Damn it. All right, DeAndre, you want to get us out of here? Let's well, now, do now we're playing them. Now we got 50 seconds. Oh, we got 50 seconds? Actually, great. Producer D did a great show, except this a, part. Did a really good job. I think he got nervous because Laura just walked in. Oh, really? Yeah. She wants on that board? No. I just, I just think he got nervous. Is that true, DeAndre? Just a little bit. Yeah? You just shake a it a little bit? Just a little bit. Yeah. It's okay. It happens. When Laura comes around, sometimes you shake. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I do. I do. It's fine. We're going to do this. We're going to do this mess tomorrow at 4 o'clock. <laughs> Cappy, Benno will be in here. Producer D, myself, producer Lindsay Baseball from Cleveland. Cappy, I'm sad that you're not staying at East Central with me tonight. I mean, when you walk into the East Central, they're going to say, where's Mr. Kaplan? They are. And then I'm going to say, Lakers basketball is next. <laughs>